0: How you doing you're listening to the shine to five method with cj i'm your host chris and N. james aka cj the creator of the shine to five method what is that you may be asking it is a trusted system to help nine to five women push past mediocrity so they can shine in their own businesses so if you are juggling a nine to five with a side biz right now then this is for you Let's work together on breaking up with your employee mindset so you can be in the driver's seat of your life. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun, sometimes bumpy ride. But girl, I'll get you there. Joining me today is Cynthia Mason and she is a lawyer and trademark agent and we are actually going to be talking about why it's never too early to trademark your name and logo but before we get into the conversation I want to give Cynthia a moment to shine and tell us more about yourself anything that you'd like us to know thank you so much for being here with me today.
1: Take it away. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And I'm so happy to be talking about one of my favorite subjects and something that I think a lot of new business owners, especially people who are starting their business as a side hustle, don't appreciate. So... As you said, I am a lawyer and a trademark agent and I have helped businesses protect their trademarks for, it's about 20 years now. I started at a big Bay Street law firm and have kind of gradually downsized but upscaled on the clientele. And I help businesses of all shapes and sizes and stages protect, own and protect their names, their logos and taglines and any other unique identifiers that they use to distinguish their products and services. I think what makes me shine as a lawyer and trademark agent is I am especially proud of the fact that I can make this process super simple and super painless. I know not a lot of people like working with lawyers and they dread it. And I like to think that at my firm, we have flipped that on its head and we make the process really easy and enjoyable so that you walk away understanding that you really truly own your intellectual property and it wasn't a horrific event to make it happen.
0: And I can attest to the making the, the, the procedure, the process really simple because you helped me trademark Shine the Five. So but speaking of trademarking, let's just like completely Dumb it all the way down <laughs> for our listeners because you, when you hear trademark, of course, you're thinking of the little TMs you see beside anybody's logo or their name. It means they own it. It's theirs. I've trademarked it. This is mine. But what, what does it mean when you trademark something?
1: Well, the trademark is really anything that you are using to set apart your products and your services. So something that you're using to tell the public. This is mine. It comes from just me and nobody else. The most common types of trademarks that we think of are names, logos, taglines. But really, the law has broadened so much that anything can be a trademark. You can have a jingle as a trademark, a taste, a smell. You can even have a hologram. You can have a shape of... You know, if you have a really unique product shape or packaging shape, packaging designs, anything that you use to really set apart what you're selling from everybody else is your trademark. But for all intents and purposes, most businesses, the first trademark they have is a name. And the one thing I want people to really remember is if you are operating a business in a name other than your own personal name, you are using a trademark.
0: Okay, all
1: right. So, at
0: some point, at what point do you feel like someone should really start thinking about trademarking? Should should they have been saying or doing or having a shape or a smell or anything for a certain <laughs> amount of time before they like they say, "Oh, I should trademark this now." Like, is it right is it, as it as it comes to them? What if they change their mind six months down the road? Like, when should they really consider it?
1: Yeah, so you should be considering it the moment that you think of it and that you have decided you're going to go forward and use this name, this logo or whatever it is. The moment where you should be thinking about trademarking it and generally speaking, I think when you say trademark, you're going to trademark something, you mean taking the steps to register it as your trademark with the Canadian Intellectual Property Office. So where you get to that point, there are a couple of things that happen first. First, you find something that you like, you find a name that you like, or you've developed a logo or you've hired somebody to develop a logo for you, and you decide you're going to use it with your business. Before you go forward, you should be doing a certain level of searching to make sure that there isn't somebody already using those things out there or using something that's very similar and likely to cause confusion. So once you've kind of passed those hurdles... That is the time where you should file an application to register it with the Canadian intellectual property office. The vast majority of business owners wait. They wait until they've launched it into the public. They wait until they've invested in a website, until they've invested in stationary business cards. They've got their branding all put together and it's out there. They're selling things. And the point where they start to think about, Oh, I should trademark this is kind of at the moment where they start to appreciate that they have something of value. But the reality is, is that they had something of value probably years before that, and they just didn't take the steps to own it. Because this is the other thing that not everybody can appreciate, is just because you've got a name or a logo or something out there doesn't mean you own it. You actually have to trademark it in order to own it. Filing a business name registration with the province of Ontario or any other province also does not give you ownership of a name. That's really is more like a, a directory listing. So the point where you want to take the step to actually own your trademarks is really the moment that you decide you're going to go forward with it. I mean, hopefully you don't change your mind in six months, but you know, if you're not fully set on say your logo, the very minimum, take the steps to trademark your name. Because it is the name that you're gonna be building your reputation around and you wanna make sure that you own it. And you as you mentioned, <laughs> people
0: don't quite enjoy working with lawyers who <laughs> might have a reputation here or there, um, but a very, very necessary service. So with but if let's say someone does not trademark, they've been using something, they don't trademark it, and then someone else comes along and says, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to use it. They do the search anyway, but is there a way to tell if something has been trademarked? Like if, for example, I'll just use Shine to Five. If somebody was to realize, oh, Shine to Five, I I really like that. I want to start using that. And they do like a quick search or something. Would it be enough that my name comes up in Google for them to say, oh, somebody else is already using it? Or is there a way to say, oh, she's gone the extra step and trademarked
1: it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question because, I mean, the smart person, when they Google it and find somebody is already using it, should say, okay, right." <laughs> I'll find something different. They don't always do that. there are a number of places where you should actually be looking to see if somebody is already using the name that you want to use. One, obviously, is Google. It is the largest database, searchable database. The problem with what comes up in Google is really, unless you're going to go through pages and pages and pages and pages of search results, you're just going to see the people who are killing the SEO game and they're on the first couple of pages. Right. So you're not going to hit everything on Google. One of the things you're also not going to hit is names that companies or business people plan to use in the future. So to find those names, you want to be looking on the Canadian Trademarks Register because in Canada and in the United States, actually, You can file a trademark application years before you actually start using a name. So it is a really handy tool to reserve a name for your future use. And so you want to make sure that you're looking at the trademarks register to see if your name or something very similar is already on there claimed for the future use of somebody else or as a registered trademark. Yes, so
0: my follow up question to that is if someone doesn't take the steps to register a trademark or, you know, submit the application and somebody does come along and although they Google it and it's very clear that someone else is using it and they decide, I'm just gonna, I like this, I'm gonna use it and I was to discover that this person is now trying to use Shine Five. If, if I hadn't trademarked, it. and this person is now trying to use Shine Five, they might have been putting it off or trying to avoid the legal fees in the beginning. But how messy can it get when you discover that somebody's using your name or using um, something
1: that you wanted to register? It is. It it can be really messy, and that actually highlights one of the big risks of waiting until you know you. Realize that you have something of value before you file a trademark application is so in Canada and in the United States, <laughs> the person who is entitled to own a name is the first person to use it. So okay. use is defined as it is on a product or advertised in connection with a service and that service is available. Okay. So, or you're selling the product, you're transferring actual products with your name on it to third parties and. That is the point where you actually are the first person to use. You, as the first user, are the one who is entitled to register it as your trademark. But the trademarks office doesn't know who is the first to use. They assume that the first person to file a trademark application is the one who is entitled to own it. So you want to be the first to use and the first to file because then your application will go through to registration over anybody else. If you're the first to use, but the second to file, the trademark's office assumes that that first person to file is the one who owns it. And you have to take the steps to prove that they actually weren't the first. They're not the ones who are entitled to own it because you were using it first. And you do that by way of this opposition proceeding. It's a lengthy, well, I mean, first of all, like right now, it's taking at least three years to register a trademark. And that's a simple, uncontested, no oppositions, no objections, trademark application takes three years to make its way through the trademarks office. If you throw in an opposition proceeding, you're going to at least double that. So you're looking at six plus years in order to resolve who is the actual owner of this trademark. And so this is the risk that you run every day that you're out there using a name and you haven't applied to trademark it as your own. You run the risk of somebody getting on the register before you and you will your application will be blocked until you deal with this other person. And I mean, even worst case scenario is their application goes all the way through to registration. And there is nothing, the only thing that you can do in order to get their mark off of the register is you have to file an application with the Federal Court of Canada. It is an ugly and expensive and like you just don't want to be there. So be the first to use, be the first to file, eliminate this risk altogether. Yeah. How? If you have not filed, you are just the first to use and you see somebody else out there using your name in a context that is likely to lead people into believing that they're related to you or their products and services are coming from you. You do have an ability as an unregistered trademark owner, you can still take the steps to try to get them to stop. It's more complicated. It's a different legal test. You have to prove that you are actually the earlier user. You have to prove a bunch of different things versus... If you just have a trademark registration, it is so much easier to send them a cease and desist letter saying, actually, I've trademarked this. It's mine. My rights are set out in this pretty document that defines my ownership of this name and your use is falling within this. And that's technically infringement. So it is much, much better to approach the situation of somebody using your name and likely to cause confusion as the owner of Either a registered trademark or a previously filed trademark application that is making its way through to registration. Yeah, it's all sounding sold. <laughs>
0: So daunting, right? Just you caught your losses from the very beginning. You never know who's out there, what people are after. Cause I, I think I might know one or two people that have had to go through the process of fighting for their name. And in one case, I think they just essentially gave it up and had to give up their logo and rename their business and, and do that whole thing too, right? So a woman that's sitting in, you know, she's still at her nine to five and she's got this, this side business and she ultimately knows that one day, she wants to make this into her thing. It's the business is growing, it's heading in the right direction. She should just trademark. It doesn't even matter if it's... Is there anything that's too simple to trademark? Is it, when does it become really kind of weird and complicated?
1: I mean, a trademark registration, it's a grant from the Canadian government saying you own this name or this logo throughout Canada. You are the exclusive owner of it and they don't grant that ownership right to just any name. There okay. there are certain like minimum criteria that your name has to meet in order to be to qualify as a registrable trademark in Canada. So, you're not going to be able to register names that are descriptive. If you're, you know, selling apples or fruit, you yeah. you can't trademark apple. You can't trademark Royal Gala or like none of these things. These things are all descriptive of what it is you're selling. And so they're not trademarks. Those words should be available to everybody to use. So you want to avoid anything that's descriptive. It's very difficult to register to trademark personal names. The trademarks office doesn't like to let that happen unless you are a celebrity. Oh, okay. And you can prove you are a celebrity by... Selling lots of products and services, like selling a lot over the course of at least five to seven years. You can't trademark geographic words. So you can't own, you know, the name of where you are doing business or where your products and services originate from. You know, say you are a, a tailor and you're located in Mississauga you can't trademark Mississauga Taylor. Again, these are descriptive words that should be available for everybody in Mississauga who wants to be a tailor to use. Right, right. Furthermore, I mean, there are practical reasons why you would want to stay away from these types of words because it makes you very difficult to find online. Right. But from a trademark perspective, like they're descriptive words, names, geographic words. They just are not great trademarks and the trademarks office doesn't like to grant exclusive rights of ownership in words like this.
0: Okay. All right. Cause I think that wasn't important to know, like when, when you should think about trademarking, but like essentially if you have a business name or a product that stands out and you know it stands out and you're now being recognized for this business name or this product name, then essentially there is opportunity there for you to say, it's time for me to trademark. It's kind of like what I did with China five. It's time for me to trademark this. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would actually say that the time where you want to take the steps, I know it's a, it's an extra expense, but I feel like the government does a fairly good job of letting new business owners know that you have to register a business name. Like If you're operating a business in Ontario in a name other than your own, you have to register that name with the Ontario government so that people know who's behind this business name. That is the same point where you should be trademarking too, because you're using a name that is not your own and you're using it for the purpose of identifying your business. And so take the extra step, take the extra government fee, pay the Canadian government to process it as your trademark, as well as your business name with the Ontario government. So, or whatever province you happen to be in. So that is kind of the narrative that we are trying to change, trying to let new business owners know that, don't wait until you're starting to be recognized. Assume from the very beginning you will be recognized and your name is going to build a reputation and that it is going to be an asset of your business. And the point where you register your business name because legally you have to register a business name if it's not your own personal name, also trademark it at the same time. That is the point that where you're going to minimize the risk on you And you're going to maximize your ownership and your reputation in that name going forward.
0: And that's a good way to put it, minimize the risk and just maximize ownership. It's just, it's a nice way to kind of start wrapping things up because of course I have tons of other questions, but they probably get really, really, that's just me being very curious about the legal process of of Mm -hmm. certain things, right? So I know you mentioned like intellectual property and Mm -hmm. to me that I understand what that means. So for example, I like to end- Everything, including this podcast, any video, anything I do, my voicemail message, all of that with have a sparkling day. Is that something where I should say, CJ is being recognized for this? In that case, would that be something I also register?
1: You could register that as a tagline, but there there are specific rules around use. So in order for a trademark to have legal rights and for it to exist, it has to be used in a commercial sense. So if you are using Have a Sparkling Day in advertising a service, and it's clear that you're using it in connection with advertising your services, then you are using that as a trademark. I think a really simple way to kind of articulate this. So oftentimes, companies will have a tagline, but if you're a product-based company, your tagline has to be on the product packaging. If it's in a brochure that's inside the packaging you're not using that as a trademark to identify the source or like the origin of that product because the people who are picking up the product on a shelf and looking at it, they don't see that that trademark until after they've bought it and they've opened up the box. So you have to be using the trademark at the point where people are making a purchase decision. And so that is on a product or in connection with advertising a service. So if you've hidden it only, you know, in your voicemail message, I would say there's maybe an argument that you're not using that as a trademark. But if it's on your website, it's on your social media, it's in connection with in the places where you're advertising your services, then that's a trademark and you can absolutely should be registering that. It's a tagline. Interesting. That's good to know. It's a good thing I (laughs) stay curious, right?
0: Of course, there'd be a lot more questions that you can answer. I'm sure it can get pretty intricate once you really start to get into the details of trademarking and just legal processes for, for different things as a business owner. Do you have anything coming up that we should keep an eye out for or just how someone can stay connected with you
1: and find out more about you? Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm all over the internet. (laughs) You are. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm active on LinkedIn pretty much every day. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. We have a YouTube channel, Mason PC Plus Markably. It is our YouTube channel. We publish two or three videos a week. Where like little snippets about information that we get questions all the time and we see that business owners, you know, have questions. And so we're constantly answering them in video. So you can follow us on YouTube. It's probably the best place to get quick searchable answers to questions. I have two websites as well. You can find us at markably.ca. Markably is our online. Trademark registration platform specifically for new business owners, freelancers, side hustlers, everybody kind of at the very beginning stages. What we're doing is instead of covering the entire registration process for you, which can be a a daunting kind of approach, we're breaking it down into we'll prepare and file a mistake free trademark application for you so that your mark should sail through the process instead of encountering objections throughout. So. We put together your trademark in the right format with the right description and classification of goods and services. We'll even do a quick search of the trademarks register to identify any clear obstacles to your registration. We'll file it for you and then you can take care of the rest of the process. Like I said, the process takes about three years in Canada. The first two, nothing's going to happen. There's a two-year wait for trademark applications to be examined. So the point is to get it on file, let it sit there for a couple of years while you build your business. And then if you have questions throughout the process, we're always here. But the point of Markably is to help you get your application on file as early as possible for as cheaply as possible too. You can also find me at masonpc.com. That is my law firm website. And we also, we have a great blog. You can book free consults on either website. We are out there. We want people to ask us questions. We love answering questions. We offer a free 15-minute consult for everybody. You can kind of ask whatever you need in order to get started.
0: Yeah, and you make it really, really easy and you're super approachable. I'm just speaking from my own experience. So we'll ensure that all the links to everything will be in the show notes. But before I let you go, this was very, very informative. And I feel like you, very eye-opening because I'm sure a lot of people, 99.9% of people, you know, sitting in a, in a nine to five with a side hustle aren't thinking about trademarks. So this was great. For those women, do you have a nugget to to share with them or just something some words of wisdom or something that resonates with you that they need to keep in mind
1: absolutely i would say for everybody who is working at a business don't wait until somebody in the somebody out there in the marketplace or in your network tells you you should trademark your name or your logo your name your logo, they are worthy of trademarking from the moment you you create it. And so I want you to understand that you don't have to wait for your name and logo to build worth. It is worth something at the moment of creation. And that is the time where I want you to take the steps and to actually claim ownership of it with a trademark registration.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much. This was great. I learned a thing or two. Thank you for joining me today and answering my questions and spending time with me, and sharing your energy with me. Please, 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 if you're listening to this, you've listened all the way through and you're working on building your business, register your trademark. Reach out, check out Markably, register your trademark, avoid any kind of headache. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're working on is worth it. And if you deserve to own it, it is your property. So please register your trademark. Thank you very much for being here with me today, Cynthia.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. i'm really I really hope that this impacts your listeners and they they take the steps to own their property,
0: yes, please, for sure all right. That's it for now question. What was your biggest takeaway? I'd love for you to share your thoughts in a review and better yet, share this with a friend that you believe needs to hear this. If you are ready to make your side biz your main gig, which means taking center stage so you can shine in your business, I invite you to connect with me. My website is kristenandjames.com or you can find me on any social media platform at kristenandjames. Take care until next time and as I always say, Have a sparkling day.